Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Thursday, September 17th, 2020. I'm Rich Trapolino. Facebook announced the Oculus Quest 2. Resolution is improved by 50% to 1832 by 1920 with fast LCDs and a 90 hertz refresh rate, although it's actually launching with a 72 hertz refresh rate. It has a 6 gigabytes of RAM on the Snapdragon XR2 platform. Quest 2 is also 10% lighter at 503 grams, so it's a little easier on your head and not as front heavy. The head strap is now flexible, not stiff. The controllers are slightly larger and have a thumb rest. You can also get different faceplate options to fit your head better. Facebook also announced that the Rift S will stop being available next spring. You can pre-order Oculus Quest 2 now, shipping October 13th for $299 with 64GB of storage, or $399 for 256GB of storage. Sony previewed launch titles for the Sony PS5 and announced that the PS5 will cost $499 with a digital edition PS5 for $399, both available November 12th in North America, Japan, Australia, New Zealand, and South Korea, then to the rest of the world on November 19th. Sony will also make the PlayStation Plus collection for PS5 available at launch, with 15 first- and third-party PS4 titles available to download for the PS5. The U.S. Department of Justice charged five Chinese men and two Malaysian men with attacks on more than 100 video game firms in the U.S., France, Japan, Singapore, and South Korea. The attackers used fraud and hacks to obtain in-game currency and items to sell. The Chinese attackers also engaged in brute force attacks, spear phishing, and supply chain attacks. Both Malaysian men have been arrested. The five Chinese attackers are considered fugitives in China by the U.S. Sony announced the Xperia 5.2 smartphone. This includes a 6.1-inch 120Hz Full HD OLED display with a 21 by 9 aspect ratio. Inside is a Snapdragon 865 system on a chip, 8GB of RAM, 128 or 256GB of storage with micro SD card expansion, and a 4000mAh battery with support for 18W fast charging. Rear cameras are similar to the Xperia 1-2 with a 16mm ultrawide, 70mm telephoto, and a 24mm main camera, although there's no time-of-flight sensor. Pre-orders start September 29th, shipping December 4th, with pricing starting at €900. Euros. iRobot released two mid-range vacuums, the i3 and i3+. Plus. Both offer a cleaning system similar to the existing i7 vacuums, with the i3+, Plus including iRobot's automatic bin emptying station. The vacuums lack smart mapping features found in the rest of iRobot's vacuums, but does include the iRobot Genius Home Intelligence feature suite, including the ability to integrate with smart home devices to schedule vacuuming when it detects you've left the house. The i3 costs $399, the i3 Plus $599, and both are now available in the U.S. and Canada. Apple and Singapore have partnered to reward Apple Watch owners for healthy activity with residents earning up to 380 Singapore dollars for activities like meditation, walks, and better quality sleep using a new app called Lumi Health, which also features games and challenges designed by doctors and fitness experts. Lumi Health goes live in the App Store in October. Nintendo confirmed it's officially discontinuing production on all Nintendo 3DS systems. In its 2019 fiscal earnings, the council saw a 73% year-on-year decline in sales to 690,000 units, and Nintendo announced it would not provide future sales forecasts for the system or its software titles. The console was launched back in 2011 and has sold 75.87 million units to date. According to sources speaking to Bloomberg, the bid submitted by Oracle to become TikTok's trusted technology partner in the U.S. would see the company receive full access to review TikTok's source code and any updates to it. 
This is meant to ensure that there's no backdoors that could potentially allow ByteDance to gather data on users in the U.S., Since this would not involve transfer of any ByteDance algorithms to Oracle, it would seemingly not run afoul of recently updated Chinese technology export restrictions. The White House announced that President Trump plans to nominate Nathan Symington as a commissioner on the Federal Communications Commission. Symington currently serves as the senior advisor at the Commerce Department's National Telecommunications and Information Administration. The nomination would fill a seat currently held by FCC Commissioner Michael Riley, who was not nominated by the president to serve another term. Bloomberg reports that, according to sources, Uber is looking to sell part of its 15% stake in the Chinese ride-handling giant Didi Chushing. The stake is valued currently at $6.3 billion. Uber is reportedly in talks with SoftBank, a major shareholder in both ride-hailing companies, to buy up a minority of that stake. Uber initially acquired its stake in Didi after selling its China business to the company back in 2016. And finally, Facebook began rolling out Facebook Business Suite, a new app designed to provide a single place for businesses to manage pages and profiles across Facebook, Instagram, and Messenger. The Business Suite is available on the web at business.facebook.com, and on mobile, the existing Pages Manager app is providing an option to join Business Suite with standalone apps coming soon. The app shows alerts across all platforms, allows for the saving of customized stock responses to common questions, and provides insights into posts reach, engagement, and performance across Instagram and Facebook. The app will eventually integrate with WhatsApp as well. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. And remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember... Have a super sparkly day.